Cherry River don't go nowhere near Anthony. Oh, you all know it's nice. The pleasure came on, so I got up to fix myself a snack. You should have seen what was going on by the time that I got back. One camel was tied up to a tree, and the other one stood and stared. As the mountain man turned and said to the guy, What is going no damn and then he grabbed him up by the gut. And then he started twisting his ear. And then, and then. Well, we are required that you get your damn ass up in them world. Oh, no. And then along came. Now let you just drop them fast. Faster, boy. And came. Don't say anything. Just do it. Just drop them, boy. Sudden despair. That's sharp. We'll get to see the hair. Along came. We want money. We'll take it. Just take it right off. I got so bugged, I turned it off and turned on Channel 9. But there was the same old mountain dance around someone's big behind. Hello, squeal. Maximus? Oh, and then along came. Oh, big, give me a rat. Boy, get up and give me a rat. Then came. I just used to I just like this. Bad things occurred. Oh, impressive day. Yes, sir. Along came. Look like we got a sour air to the floor. I love fudge. Along came. Ooh, that was a big mama. <laughs> of all the things we've lost, we miss our minds the most. <laughs> the Grease Man Show. Are you ready for some Hoffa the Gaga hand mug, or would you prefer Blast and Peace Theater? They're both straight ahead. Stand by. And your calls, too, at 1-800-544-9294. There's more of The Grease Man Show. The Grease Man Show on 94 WISP Philadelphia. of a little bit of strange. All ye men who wander far and wide in search of the ultimate slice. Time to listen to your Svengali as I break out another chapter in the Hub of the Gaga Handbook. Ooh, man, this is a good one. Chapter 4012. Pray on the dead to get her in bed. What you need for this is a good pair of binoculars, a blanket, and a bottle of wine. Head for the nearest cemetery on a nice day. Park up on that grassy knoll and scan the graves with your binoculars. What you're looking for is that sweet thing recently widowed. Teenager that's unexpectedly lost pop. 
The person making him homage to the gravesite, long since neglected, with perhaps some flowers at a prayer. Scan the mourners with your binoculars until you see that sweet thing that looks extra good. Then you park nearby where that grave is and you grab your bottle of wine and blanket. I just looked out at the grave next to the one she's looking at. Doesn't matter whose it is. Just look down at it and go, ah! quickly read the name, Beulah McAfee. Died 1981. Oh, Grandma! Oh, Grandma Beulah! <laughs> I can't believe you're gone! <laughs> She'll turn around to see who's making all that noise. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I see you're here bereaved as well. I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. She'll look at the graves. Jeez, died 1982. Huh? Quite a while ago. I just can't get over it. Oh, God. I, just, I tell you, you know, she used to make these little cakes. And I'd go to her house, and it'd always be a little cake with chocolate. I shake on it. I'm sorry. Where are my manners? Hi, I'm Phil Sukalewski. Who are you? I'm Sarah Three. Hi, Sarah. I tell you what, I, I have a tradition to put a blanket out here next to the grave, and I, I salute a glass of wine. To uh, Grandma Bueller here, and uh, it's a little ceremony I do. And I'll tell you what, why don't you join me? As long as you looks like we're both worshiping at back-to-back graves. Here, have a glass of wine. And... So who are you here? Uh, my Uncle Joe. You're such a good uncle. Yeah. Well, here's to Uncle Joe and here's Tim Bueller. Next thing you know, you're sitting on the blanket, the two of you. When you want to grab her, just get racked with sobs. She'll grab you. Just go, ah, ha, ha, ha. Next thing you know, her arms are around you. Hey. She's holding you. You're weeping on her shoulder. She's rubbing your back. You're rubbing her back. Oh, what do we got here? <laughs> Another mourner's come to call. Ah. Next thing you know, you the slice right there in the graveyard. Nestled there under the tree. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh, that is so good. Oh, man, oh man. You lie there for a second, maybe cut a second slice, finish off the wine. And then you say, you know, here all this while I've been telling you all these great stories about Granny Beulah. I got some pictures of her out in the car. Here, let me pull my pants up. I'm going to run to the car and get some pictures, and I'll be right back. to Kmart to buy another cheap blanket. <laughs> the Grease Man Show with John Cougar. Yeah. yeah, I need a level won't drive my bag behind crazy. 1-800-544-9294 is the number. Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, share a little article about, uh, 
Act Up in the Daily News today. All right, great. Like to hear it. Uh, it's Act Up, Jam Up. The Brooklyn Bridge snarled. A thousand gay rights activists snarled rush hour traffic on the Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> last night. Oh, yeah. I tell you, them newspaper guys just don't wise up, do they? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, how do you think they swallowed all that? I mean, uh, they, they snarled on the, the whole Brooklyn Bridge traffic. You know how many cars are on the Brooklyn Bridge in Russia? A lot. Man, oh, man, that must have been a copious, copious, uh, but, but, but a very significant protest. So how come I'm never on the bridge when that's happening? My God. Man, that'd be nice. You know, somebody comes up the way to the car. Yeah. Got a protest. Oh, sweet. Yeah, just lean back, head lolling there. Break up the trip home, for sure. Hi, it's the Grace. How you doing, Grace? Very well. Well, listen, I'm a New York City police officer. Oh, God, where are you working out of? I'm working in Queens, down by Jamaica. I like it. What's the, what's the uh, precinct? Uh, it's the 107. The 107. God, what I wouldn't give to be in there with you right now. Oh, buddy. Ah, oh, bad. Wait, not a call. Fishtailing around the streets. You can drive. I'll lean out the wind and fire. You just hang on to my gun belt. Oh, yeah. Uh, God. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Listen, I got about a month ago, uh, a guy tried to kill me, and I'm going back to work tomorrow. I want to ask your opinion on how I should go about my job when I go back. Well, what happened a month ago? What, what happened? Well, uh, you know that new phrase we got up here, carjacking, right? Yeah. Well, um, we saw one of these uh, mutts, as we call them, doing a carjacking. Uh-huh. He tried to run over my partner. Oh, no. And I jumped in the car and kind of wrestled with him. You wrestled with him while the car was going? Yep, in and the car that he carjacked. We saw him do it. And so you got hurt with, with the car. Were you half in, half out of the car? No, nah, I jumped in and uh, I kind of eased my arm around his neck and and he uh, tried to run me into a wall. So what happened? Well, um, he didn't run me into the wall. I got my foot on the brake and we kind of got out of the car and wrestled. And you got hurt? Uh, yeah, I just hurt my shoulder. and uh, When you fell to the pavement? Yep. Why didn't you just, instead of jumping in the car, why didn't you just put six rounds right through the windshield? Uh, you know how it is nowadays with all this uh, CCRB stuff. Yeah, but I mean, uh, he was trying to run your partner down with a deadly weapon, 2,000 pounds worth of car. Seems like if anyone was called for emptying the, the Glock, that would have been the one. I wish. I should have done it, but I didn't. Ah, you could have, would have been clean. Would have been clean. You'd have left that mutt hanging over the steering wheel. Uh, six <laughs> ventilated holes in him. Uh, you standing there blowing the smoke off the revolver, feeling like a man. Uh, instead, look at you. You got your shoulder racked up. But, of course, it was pretty bold jumping in there. You, at least you had the satisfaction of tussling with him a little bit. Yeah, well, I, I hurt my shoulder when he... When he crashed the car, he crashed into two parked cars before he went for the wall. Yeah. So I hurt my shoulder, but uh, when we went to the ground, I was left standing and... Oh, pop, pip, pop, pop, pip, pop, huh? That's right. Man, old man, but I still think he should have glocked him, though. <laughs> I mean, that way, because, you know, he's going to be out doing it again in another six months. At least you could have taken him off the streets for us once and for all. Well, I think I should be a lead slinger then. I think next time, if this situation ever arises, uh -huh. uh, you go ahead and tell Giuliani you got it on my assurance that it's yeah. okay to pump six rounds through the windshield if you're being run down by a suspect. All right. All right, next time, open fire. I want you to drag them and bag them, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Time to wonder what it must be like. To strap out a gun and pin on a badge and become a lawman.
grizzled vet breaking in your new rookie partner, and she just happens to be a female. And she is sweet. First day in the squad car, she's saying to you now, uh, let me see if I got this right. I push this button, cigarette lighter comes out. Push this button, walkie-talkie comes out. Push this button, the shotgun comes out. You smile and you point to her ta-ta tips and say, what happens if I push this button? She looks at you and says, your teeth come out. Say, all right, just testing, just testing. <laughs> so you see it sitting there running radar. All of a sudden, somebody blows by you at a high rate of speed. So you hit the gas and say, let me show you how we handle this now, little baby. the window and he says oh officer was i speeding he said were you speeding no you weren't speeding my siren was stuck and my lights just happened to be on i was just chasing you for practice for the hell of it of course you were speeding you idiot 25 miles an hour over the speed limit endangering everybody including me he said but officer i pay your salary i mean you should be out chasing drug dealers you should be out making arrests and bank robbers all you you're harassing the public you say you don't know what harassing the public is. Uh, writing tickets ain't harassing the public. Uh, this is harassing the public by knocking in your face and teeth there. You write out a ticket and leave it on his bleeding body as he lies slumped on the roadside. You say, you got the technique down? She says, okay, yeah, I think I got it. You say, all right, the next one's yours. Sure enough, you see the car weaving down the road. I mean, finally, <laughs> nearly runs you off the road. You say, yeah. Suspected drunk driver, you call it in. You say, all right, you handle it. You walk up there. So your female partner goes walking up. She looks sweet. That drunk just falls out of the car. She says, sir, we are suspecting you of being a drunk driver. Keep in mind, anything you say will be held against you. He looks up at her and says, oh, yeah. Tata's took his cooter. Tata's took his cooter. She says, why, well, you maggot. Grabs him, takes him downtown and bucks up. The Grease Man Show rocks. Hey, the Grease in Charge, working here in my devil's kitchen, working up the various combinations of delicious ingus on which to spread over your woofers and your tweeters. Hang on a second, I gotta take a break and then I'll be back. Let's see, we still haven't done the blaster piece. Alright, still more action ahead, a couple of story times, and the Grease Man quiz. All still coming up, stand by, there's gonna be more of the Grease Man Show. On the classic rock station, 94 WISP. Holy jeez! Hi, what a little dot of, what a little dot of. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Okay. It's Grease. Grease, hi. Hi. My name is June. Yes, June. Yes, honey, I just wanted to call you because... I knew a girl, her name was June. She was so sweet, we'd eat it with a spoon. Please, I need help, honey. Uh, well, what's, what's your problem, June? Tell me. problem is, my boyfriend won't take me back. Your boyfriend won't take you back? And I need you to convince him to take him back. Why, why did why'd y'all break up? Well, because I lied. You lied? Oh, you had an affair? Excuse me? You had an affair? No. Well, what'd you lie about? I lie over stupid things, like when he take, tells me to take things to the cleaners, 
and I don't do it. And then when he comes back, I get scared and nervous, and I lie to him. You said I took it to the cleaners, and then he goes, "Ah, yeah? oh, what's this stinking pair of underwear doing right here? You went to the cleaners, you lying sack of poop!" Huh? <laughs> I need you to help me. Well, June, I don't know. It seems like if you, you know, when a man doesn't want a woman, it's nothing another man can do. Yes, you can. You can help me because he listens to you every night, and I know he's listening right now. All right, buddy. Give her one more chance. <laughs> Give her one more chance. Take her back. Listen to her seeping hungrily for you. The <laughs> plippity plop of estrogen is evident over the telephone. I hear her literally puddling with desire. Yeah, I can't live without her. <laughs> there you go, June. I tell you what, I'll even do you one better just to show you the kind of guy I am. Let me sing an egumbare using all the sounds that uh, June will do for you, buddy, if you take her back. You know, let me get you started so you know how the song goes. And I'll translate, because it is a foreign song, but it is pretty wacky. Hey, goodbye. I mean, hey, buddy. Suonare, you know? Si sona, what a flute sound. E como si sona, How's a flute sound? That's pretty good. Hey, goodbye. Suonare, si sona, I bet she'd even give you a little pumpage. Hey, come say sauna. A little pumpage. Little pumpage. Little snarling to 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 saxophone. Oh, fresh Uh, uh, Barry and Face. Uh, Barry and Face. Uh, uh, a little pumpage. Uh, uh, sweet Charlotte. Uh, 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 the Grease Man Show. Good work and having a ball, taking uh, phone calls, requests, whatever you want. 1-800-544-9294 is my telephone number. I'm getting calls all around the country. People are looking forward to dewinterizing their boats. Huh? Getting closer if you're in a cold climate to dewinterize, buddy. Turning them twin keys that'll belch antifreeze into the water and fire up those big blocks. Blah, blah, blah. The 
sets out the food. Alberta turns down the bed. My funny little honey's there. Beckoning me to our master's stateroom with a pitcher of bone-dry martinis and a video cassette of chicks with sticks. Ah, you're talking living. Ooh, man. And as I look around, the luxury... Knob and the carpet you sink up to your knees in it. I think, man, they sure have come a long way. Remember my first boat. Yeah, the good ship greased 57 feet of sleek fiberglass, and I can still remember my first boat. Trying to get it started on a cold morning. Come on, you pig. Come on, you loud dog. Come on, you was the first boat. I remember I bought it in that magazine of there. Advertised all the different boats. It was a good deal, trailer and everything. Somebody had it down in Miami. I went down there to get it. I was taking it for a test spin. And when you know, I hit something. I was a new boater. It was a wooden boat. Boat started sinking. So I flipped it upside down, make a little air pocket, and I'm hanging there. And it's just like offshore of the Everglades. And uh, I'm trying to decide what to do, because I was afraid of alligators. You know, because it was looking a little marshy and everything. So I figured sooner or later another boater will come by. And uh, I see this old geezer on the shore. Some old beachcomber. I yell, hey, Pop! You got alligators around here? He said, hell, ain't been an alligator around here in years, Shotty. I said, thanks. So I pushed away, and with powerful strokes, I'm leisurely swimming to shore. I yelled at him, what happened? They extinct or something? He said, no. Sharks ate them all up. Oh, no! Show. A quick break and then still more action ahead. My number is 1-800-544-9294. Feel free to fax me, 213-850-0986. Stand by, there's more of the Grease Man Show. Call toll-free 1-800-544-9294. It's your direct number to the one and only Grease Man Show.
sake of calling too. Uh, hi, it's Mr. Bulldogs. I've been listening to your show. Well, I listen to you all the time, but I know that you're very knowledgeable about different languages, like yes. uh, Yiddish and uh, uh, Spanish. Yes. And I was talking with a friend today, and she told me that uh, she heard on the radio one time that you were talking seriously about that you had a specialized in uh, being a linguist? Yes. Is that true? Yes. It is. That's wonderful. I like foreign languages. Oh, how many do you know? I find them fascinating. I speak, uh, you name the language, I'll say a little something to you. German. Auf grauen Stuhlgang, wer magst deine Schiff, warum nicht? Ich habe deine kleine Stuhl. Oh, my goodness. What did you say? <laughs> well, I said something a little spicy to you, darling. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. How do you... Grace, how do you do that? I mean, she knows so many languages. How, how do you... Languages just come easy to me. Wow. Well, the only one I know besides, um, besides the English language is sign language, so I can't obviously... Sign language? Show you over, show you over the phone how to... Uh... You mean you got a deaf person in the family? No, I, I've worked with deaf people before. Wow. It was very something I very much enjoyed working with, and... Um, something I've never forgotten, but otherwise... You mean, if I, you know sign language so well that I could ask you to say in sign language, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? That's right. <laughs> I'll be that. I'd like to see the sign language of that. It'd be fast. <laughs> It'd be fast, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Man. Well, you know, I'm, I'm taking another language right now because I, like I don't like to give up on my languages. Because I love my languages. And right now I got my Berlitz School of Languages tape. I'm trying to learn Farsi. And that's a little hard. That's one of the harder ones I'm trying to learn. And, uh... This is my my current lesson. I have to get this ready for my instructor, and you can. See for a America English speaking person, Farsi. This is and this is just the alphabet. This is like A B C D. I can't even get the F. No, no, this is O. See, now we're at the LMNOP and they're losing me here. So you can see I'm having a little difficulty. But the reason? Well, why? A lot of people say, Grace, what do you need all those languages for? I mean, what possible reason could you need to speak? Tell you what, buddy. One very important reason I need to make my needs known in every tongue in the modern world. And I'll tell you why. I'm a hobbling man, made a lot of stops all over the world. And wherever I go, I try to put the stones to at least one local girl. Got a hefty redneck mama down Tennessee way. Land of the inbred I can see her on her knees In her double wide With a beer can on her head And my china doll Back in old Saigon Brought a tear to my eye With the very best Number one boom boom Five dollars could buy Had a West Virginia mama Way up in the hills Though our encounter was brief, you have never had a snarl until you get one from a girl who's got no teeth. So that's why I'm studying all these languages. Never know who you're gonna be. I mean, how do you say I need a snarling in Azerbaijan? 
Trixie Hicks back in my hometown Makes my heart start to yearn Though I know for sure my daddy nailed her first Cause when I pee it burns Had a little Eskimo way up in the north And I still got the scabs Though she gave me her heart, she also gave me a case of the Alaskan king crabs. And my sweet comrade down in Moscow town makes me beg for a rest. And my sweet Fraulein down in Berlin says, my knock voice is the best. Oh, I'm a hobbling man. Yeah, such a hobbling man. Such a hobbling man. Such a hobbling man. Grace. Grace and Boston, let me take you home tonight. I tell you what, I got lined up for you. More lead slanging than you could ever imagine. If you can hang on one second, I'm going to take a break. And then I'm going to come back with Sergeant Fury. I mean, you name the armament, you name the ordinance, you name the devastation, it's going to happen. Hang on one second, I am back with serious brutality immediately following this break. There'll be more of the Grease Man Show. Listening to the Grease Man Show on 94 WISP Philadelphia. That, uh, have you ever run into me when I'm drinking my bone-dry martini? Sitting in a bar somewhere. Now, I hope you'll come up and say hi. Because every now and then, I, uh, I'll hear people, you know, I'll be sitting there and I hear, you know, my, my, my name stand, I can hear it. You hear a little, and I like it when people come up to me and say, Grace, bye And we can talk and we can laugh. Uh, but don't be disconcerted if in the middle of a conversation, you know, I'm talking away, real animated, and you're telling me a story, and all of a sudden I kind of look into the distance and go... Don't be alarmed. It passes with time. See what happens is, out of the blue, I'll start to get a flashback. Sometimes I even hear voices in my head. You know, for no reason at all, I'll be, I'll be listening to the radio and I'll be listening to what I think is hard rocking. But actually what it'll translate to in my warped brain is not hard rocking at all. It's the voice. It remind me of the days when the name on my uniform said Grease Minnelli, but everybody knew me as Sergeant Fury. Quang Tree, 1967. We had this one guy that we'd send into the caves. You know why? Because he was nuts. Schmeidt! You see, the VC would hide out in these caves. They had labyrinth passageways. And they'd shoot at us, and then they'd disappear. One minute, all hell would be breaking loose. I'd be face down, sucking real estate. Return fire, return fire. 
your car. I'm thinking, what are we fighting, ghosts here? And then I'd hear him, that cackle he had. <laughs> I said, Swijak, report. He said, I found the tunnel, sir. I said, well, get in there and track him down. And he'd ease his way into that tunnel. Sir, there's a snake in there. I said, so what? Kill it! He said, it's a big snake, sir. I don't like snakes. I'm not afraid of the enemy. I'm not afraid of gunfire. I'm afraid of snakes. I said, swine tech. Step aside. Bosniak, get in there. He said, I can't go, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of snakes. I'm afraid. I said, well, the damn hole ain't big enough. Huh? All right. I'll go then. Since I was the biggest one there. To take off all my clothing, grease me up so I could fit in the damn cave. I ease my way in there, and all of a sudden, from out of nowhere, the snake came toward me. I mean, I, I'm rolling around with it, naked. The snake must have seen my hydraulics, mistook it for another snake to itself, sweet. Next thing I know, the snake's all entwined around my doodads. <laughs> Holy hydraulics. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, oh my God, help me. I got my arms out the hole. Everybody starts pulling me out of the hole. And there's that snake. All wrapped around a fuselage of my hydraulics. I said, get him loose. And they're like, trying to pull it loose. That thing's on there tight. That's when Switek came up with the M16. I said, hey, be real careful with that M16. Switek? Yeah. My God! Killed a snake. But now it's still hopelessly wrapped around in there. That's when Wozniewski said, I got an idea, sir. We're going to have to cut it off you. I said, you're going to have to cut the snake? Yeah. Uh, I said, well, you be real careful what you cutting, because that snake's all wrapped around in me. Are you, are you sure what you cutting is snake and not me? He said, I'm real good at this, sir. I said, careful! I can feel the heat of the blade! As he lopped away at that dead snake. Bits of snake meat kept dropping on the ground. Sploot, sploot, sploot. Until finally he cut it free, but then he went a little too far. I said, hey, 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 wait a minute. I didn't ask you to do that. Hey, I did not ask you to do that. He said, well, sir, looked like it needed to be done. I said, yeah, but I didn't ask you to do it. And from that day forward, Wasniewski's nickname became the Rabbi. You'll rock it with the Grease Man Show.
Check some topicality here. I've been running my yab doing wacky flights of fancy. Time to check uh, topicality. Uh, the state that bills itself as vacation land. Uh, uh, you know which one that is? It's Maine. It says vacation land. But the state officials are trying to protect the revenue generated by tourism. This is an interesting article that somebody faxed me at uh, 213-850-0986. Uh, state officials in Maine have begun pleading with residents to be nice to the tourists. Because they have a tradition, it's the annual bridge party. Uh, yeah, during the party, residents put on T-shirts with the message, Goodbye, you GD tourists. Yeah, at the end of summer, they all stand around with these shirts on, on the turnpike, waving goodbye to all the people that have come up there. And uh, the people in uh, 
Hey, you know, the, you know, the run the state are like, my God, that's terrible. These people come up here and spend a lot of money. Pepperidge Five. Yeah. They hate it, huh? Yeah. They hate it. And the local residents, well, I tell you what, you better be nice to the tourists or you go run them all off to West Virginia. No? Then you won't have to deal with them anymore. And then West Virginians will be saying, I'm a West Virginia guy, a West Virginia boss. West Virginia is my pride and joy. Oh, West Virginia's good enough for me. And I say, bad, 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 I'm a West Virginia guy with a twinkle in my eye. West Virginia's good enough for me. Bad, bad, West Virginia's good enough for me. Well, this West Virginia family sitting there, having dinner. It's quiet, nothing but the sound of them slurping on their food. The forks and knives scratching on the tin plates. Well, the boy in the family, who's 20 years old and never said a word, just sitting there eating and staring with that dull look in his eye, all of a sudden pipes up and says, can I please have another helping to them hog jaws and grits? Well, the mother and father about fall over backwards in their chair. They look at him and they're like, Jasper, 20 years you ain't said a word? And all of a sudden you start talking? How come? He looked at them and said, well, never really needed anything until now. The Grease Man Show. Guitar with Dire Straits. It's Grease. It's Action Central. Having fun, fun, fun. Doing my duty, 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 duty. Oh, I'm just playing with the echo chamber. Don't mind me. There's nothing wrong with your radio. It's just me. Uh, making unauthorized use of our valuable equipment, 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 equipment. See, the echo chamber was originally installed to create a mood of intrigue. You know, that kind of thing. But I like to just play with it because I think it's One guy wailing away. Thousand guys wailing away. See what I mean? It's just, it's just so neat. I know. I said I'm gonna get a memo. They say, Greece man, this is valuable equipment. You should not use it for fiddle faddle, 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 faddle. But I can't help it because I like it. I like it. You best believe I like it. I like it. I like it. Hideous, hideous, But you gotta be careful what you reverberate because sometimes things can come back on you. They can be very dangerous if reverberated, rated, rated, rated without consideration. Yes, let me find something bizarre, something uh, uh, benign to put in the uh, echo chamber that I won't have to worry about. Uh, how about things you'd see at a hotel? You know, little signs that you'd see on the side of a hotel. You might see swimming pool, 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 Vibrating, batting, 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 kids stay free, 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 free. Triple eight, discount, 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 Vacant. No, don't put that in there. Holy Standby. The world could wait no longer. There's lots more coming up right here on the Grease Man Show. Your call's welcome to it. 1-800-544-9. 
92.94. Stand by. There'll be more of the Grease Man Show. 94. It will never be the same. <laughs> yes, it's true. You're listening to the Grease Man Show on the classic rock station. <laughs> 94 WISP. Feeling uh, particularly lucid. Is there a uh, Grease Man quiz candidate to be had? Now, you know it's got to be somebody I picked at random at 1 800 544 9294 for crying out loud. Uh, hi, it's Grease. Would you like to play the quiz? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, what's your first name? Um, Sam. Where are you calling from, Sam? Uh, Laguna Hills, California. Uh, all right, your house make it through the fires and the mudslides and. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Good. All right, Bravo Links. Well, let's see what we can come up with for you, Sam. Come on, at-home office center. Come on, chandelier. Look at this. It's the Billabong surfboard. Yeah, man. The Billabong surfboard. Ho, 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 ho. You're going to be one bitchin' beautiful as you tear it up on the offshore waves, sliding through the sludge off a of laguna. All from Speedy, Chicago 60609. Are you, are you keeping up with current events, Sam? Uh, yeah, I am. All right, listen very carefully. I think you can figure this one out. All right. Dan Quayle, Ted Kennedy, Bob Packwood, and Bill Clinton are at a spelling bee. All of those guys facing each other off. Who wins? You gotta give us why. You're halfway home. Uh, Dan Quayle is the answer. Now, why? What was the word? Potato. No, no, no. Uh, no, Dan Quayle, Ted Kennedy, Bob Packwood, and Bill Clinton are the spelling bee. Dan Quayle wins because he's the only one who spelled uh, harass as one word. <laughs> no, he didn't know it. Did you hear a blowhead? He was a wacky guy. Oh, he didn't even try it. I tell you what, you came halfway close, so maybe we'll send you a Grease Man photo suitable for framing as a little consolation prize, okay? All right, thanks. All right, thank you. Hang on a second. You gave it your best shot. You played the Grease Man quiz, and I'm cracking. That scared me for a second, man. Let's do some Elton John. Send this one out to his staff. Loving life, that's Elton John, bitches bag, uh, tearing it up big time. The great city, yeah, you hear me sniffing a little, little bit, but no, I've uh, I've been pretty successfully fighting off what else me. Can't can't get sick. <clears throat> Got places to go, things to do, people to see. And that big week in Atlanta. This weekend, I got to blast off to San Jose for a massive. Ah, uh, oh, what a weekend it's gonna be. Ray Wilson's Fitness Center, and then I'm gonna be up at uh, Rooster T Feathers. 
On that stage, duck walking there. A man like me can't afford to get ill. Because when a redneck gets the flu, it's the nastiest thing you ever want to see. Oh, that's why I try never get the flu. Because when I do everything, you know, I do it in a big way. Like when I'm knocking the bottom out of something, I'm yelling and whooping. When I'm shooting, I like to run all the targets. And when I get the flu, buddy, when I get sick, I get sick big time. Yeah. First, I get a little green round the gills. Then I'm racked with fever, racked with chills. There ain't no remedy you can get except to bundle up, lie there and sweat. For three long days, I'm confined to my bunk, hating life and blowing chunks. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck. Oh, baby, I'm a redneck. I called up Estelle, I said, I'm feeling like heck. Would you mind stopping by, pick up the alimony check? I hung up the phone and I started to sing. I grabbed the check and I soaked that thing. I put a lunger on it and I let it dry. And into Estelle's germs I let fly. See, what I do is, when I get sick, I call up Estelle, make her come by, get the check. And I'll sneeze on it, wipe my talkers on it. I worked at a research lab Cause I'd soon have Estelle on a slab My life would take a new direction Cause every day I'd send her a fresh infection I'd send her a bottle of Chanel number five Inside the bottle it'd be a virus alive Oh baby I'm a redneck I can't help it I'm a redneck Oh baby I'm a redneck I can't help it I'm a redneck Oh baby I'm a redneck I can't help it I'm a redneck recovered and I'm amazed. Took my first solid massive in five days. It was so quiet I thought something was the matter because I'd gotten used to that unsavory splatter. Well, I was pooping like a goose. I filled the gunnels so loose I could have gone through a funnel. Oh baby, I'm a redneck. Can't help it, I'm a redneck.